What's up, everybody? This is the Zero Brain Podcast, and today we're going to talk about Operation High Jump. Operation High Jump is essentially a top-secret mission with the intent to invade the Antarctic. To give you an idea how serious they were, it took a fleet. The ships consisted of three naval battle groups. Now, there's a lot of speculation about why the United States would send an entire naval contingent down to the Antarctic, but a lot of people believe it was to clean up German bases down there. Who the fuck knows? They actually posed it as a uh, scientific expedition to go down there. The official instructions for Operation High Jump, which were issued by the then-Chief of Naval Operations Chester Nimitz, were to train personnel and test material in frigid zones, to consolidate and extend American sovereignty over the largest practical area of the fucking continent, to determine the feasibility of establishing and maintaining bases in the Antarctic, and to investigate possible base sites, to develop techniques for establishing and maintaining air bases on ice with particular attention to later applicability of these such techniques to Greenland, to amplify existing knowledge of hydrographic, geographic, geological, meteorological, and electromagnetic conditions in the area. And then that's it. They stopped fucking talking about it. That's it. Operation High Jump was headed by this dude named Admiral Richard Byrd. When uh, Admiral Byrd came back from the expedition, Admiral Byrd was talking to some motherfucking Chilean newspaper, El Mercurio. And this is what he had to say. Admiral Richard E. Byrd warned today that the United States should adopt measures of protection against the possibility of an invasion of the country by hostile planes coming from the, from the polar regions. The Admiral explained that he was not trying to scare anyone, but the cruel reality is that in case of a new war, the United States could be attacked by planes flying over one or both poles. In an exclusive interview with International News Service, the fantastic speed with which the world is shrinking is one of the most important lessons learned during this recent Antarctic exploration. I have to warn my compatriots that the time has ended when we were able to take refuge in our isolation and rely on the certainty that the distances, the oceans, and the poles were a guarantee of safety. Now, people are probably wondering, Dave, the fuck did he find down there that was so fucking important, asshole? The fucking earth is hollow. There's fucking aliens down there and they speak German. It's terrifying. That's what this guy says. So, essentially what happened with Admiral Byrd, the way the story goes is this. They were flying back to base camp when they encountered some fucking turbulence, right? And all of a sudden they noticed that the ice below them in the snow turned into a yellowish nature and dispersed in linear patterns. Their gyroscope and magnetic compasses took the shit. Everything started taking the shit. Basically, look, dude, this motherfucker got abducted by aliens, and they took him inside the Earth, and they said, Hey, bro, we live here. We don't mind that you tell everybody that we live here, but, uh, you guys are gonna need to do something about your goddamn nuclear goddamn bombs and your motherfucking warfare. You know, the same shit they always say. Now, this sounds like a bunch of shit, right? The Nazis going to the South Pole sounds like a shitty fucking movie, right? But, maybe it's not. According to this website called, uh, Alien UFO Sightings, they say... The fact that in the dying moments of the Second World War, 10 U-boats based in Oslofurt, Hamburg, and Flensburg 
were made available to transport several hundred German officers and officials to Argentina to found a new Reich is widely accepted. And this is not off the mark because the CIA recently did a document dump. And I believe there may be documents in there that relate to the possibility that Hitler uh, escaped to Argentina. And if this is new to you, the concept that Hitler didn't die in World War II and he moved to Argentina, it's understandable. They sold the shit out of it for a long time. But you have to ask yourself, the way his story ended was too neat and very anticlimactic. I mean, they just they found his body and his fucking dental records to prove everything. It's like, really? Okay. It was just too neat. And the, oh, and the, who, who told us that? The Russians? Because the, the Russians allegedly found him. So all of a sudden, we believe in the fucking Russians. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So not only do they believe that this is widely possible, these officers, they say, were mostly involved in a bunch of secret shit. And money, members of these, a lot of these dudes were part of the SS and the Kriegsmarine. Um, and these motherfuckers were pissed off. They wanted vengeance against the Allies, they say. That's a direct quote. Their U-boats were filled with fucking luggage, documents, a bunch of fucking gold, all kinds of shit, dude. Which is a fucking real, that's a, an amazing accomplishment right there. Because if you've ever been inside of a fucking U-boat, you would know that there's literally no fucking room in those fucking things. They're terrifying. If you have claustrophobia, stay the fuck out of a goddamn U-boat. Now, there has been documentation that three of those boats arrived in Argentina, but the other seven... Well, nobody knows where the fuck they went, man. The ar- the archives of the Kriegsmarine, that uh, there was more than 40 boats that were completely unaccounted for. All were late construction, state-of-the-art craft. They could have been made either... They could have either gone to Argentina or Antarctica, completely fucking submerged and completely unnoticed by existing allied technology of the time for the entire duration of their crossing. Now, there is, if you guys don't know about the technological crescendo that the Germans were ramping up, had they been able to stay in that war six, seven more months, there were and have been talks that uh, they may have been able to turn it around. I mean, they were coming up with some radical shit. Like you talk about the Nazi Bell. I mean, they had the Messerschmitt 262. They had the first jet propulsion aircraft, which for the record was the the first jet engine aircraft to be shot down was shot down by a black dude. So fucking sweet, dude. Tuskegee Airmen blasted that motherfucker out. It's a cool story. I can't find it, but you guys can look it up. Now, This sounds like a bunch of shit, right? But a lot of these UFO sightings, we had that UFO flap in the 50s and the 60s, and it was noted that there was two major locations that these UFOs were tracked to going. One was the fucking moon, and the other was Antarctica. And I watched this documentary the other day where they talk about how these, these, these UFOs travel along these magnetic ley lines of the Earth, kind of like a fucking roller coaster. So when you see a, a UFO just fucking fly off, it's it's not flying off. It's being pulled by a magnetic source somewhere else far as fuck. That's what they say. I don't fucking know. I don't know shit. Back to Operation High Jump. What are the facts about Operation High Jump? There were three divisions of Operation High Jump. One land group with tractors, explosives, and plenty of equipment to refurbish Little America, which is a settlement they made down there, and make an airstrip to land... A bunch of fucking DC-3s and two seaplane groups. They also had the Philippine Sea, which was a U.S. naval carrier, uh, aircraft carrier. Um, see, this is where it gets a little weird. 
officially... When Admiral Byrd's team, DC-3s, were fitted, they were fitted with these things called trimetricon spy cameras, and each plane was trailing a magnetometer. Uh, And this was so they could collect data about certain geographic anomalies, magnetism, and and things of that sort. On one of the last of many mapping flights, where all six planes went out, each on certain preordained paths to film and measure with magnetometers, Admiral Byrd's plane returned three hours late. This is where the story gets good, folks. Officially, it was stated that he had lost an engine. How do you lose an engine? It's not like a fucking set of keys. And he had to throw everything overboard except the films themselves and the results of the magnetometer readings in order to maintain altitude long enough to return to the Little America, the settlement they were at. They say this is almost certainly the time when he met with representatives of what people dubbed the Aryan extraterrestrials. And a contingent of German scientists who were working on reverse engineering flying saucers. When we think of World War II in the history books and and things like that, they're real mum about afterward. They, They try to pacify you at the Nuremberg Trials. They don't tell you about all that fucking clandestine shit that took place with the Nazis. It's, if everybody thinks that we got all the Nazis, you're out of your fucking mind. Those, some of those assholes escaped. Okay? Operation High Jump wasn't without controversy. The mission had actually been expected to last between six to eight months, but it came to an early and faltering end, according to alien UFO sightings. They say here that the Chilean press reported that the mission had run into trouble, and that there'd been many fatalities. (laughs) Whoops. They say uh, the official record states that one plane crashed, three men died, a fourth man fucking perished on the ice, two helicopters and their entire fucking crew gone down, but they were rescued. Uh, They nearly lost a task force commander. So it was a complete fucking shit show. I mean, but you're at the South Pole, dude. What the fuck do you expect? So at some point, there were wholesale evacuations of personnel. So it's like something went down and they were like, we need to get the fuck out of here, dude. It's like that scene in X-Files. Now where it gets weirder is that it ended on a weird note. It ended early. And when they steamed back to fucking the United States, the the data that they had collected from all their mapping flights became immediately fucking top secret. And what's weird about this is that the, Je- the Secretary of Defense, James Forstall, when he retired and started to talk, not only about high jump, but other things as well, uh, he was put in a fucking psych ward, kind of like Kanye West. And um, he was isolated, and after that, he was thrown out a window like Frank Muller was while trying to hang himself with a bed sheet. Now, people say he was thrown out. He might have jumped himself out, but uh, we all know, dude. If they say suicide and the fucker died hanging, you can tell for a fucking certain that's not a fucking suicide. And you have to ask yourself, man. Okay, Operation High Jump, big deal. They went down there to fucking find Nazis. Totally understandable. Who gives a fuck? Oh, but they went down and they found Hollow Earth? Okay, that's some bullshit. But then why the fuck is the, it was all the information top secret? National security? Okay, no problem. But then why start murking all these motherfuckers? And furthermore, with the age of discovery, when they discovered the new world, they populated the living fuck out of that place. They told everybody, like, hey... There's a fucking land over there, asshole. We need to go. Get your shit, Frank. All right? We're going, getting a fucking boat. We're fucking sailing to the new world. All right, everyone is going. All the cool kids are doing it. 
Not with the fucking Antarctic. They're not saying shit. They're not telling anybody. Why? The fuck is down there? I don't know. But it's worth mentioning that a lot of people in power might know what the fuck is going on because according to the GizaDeathStar.com, a bunch of very famous and influential people are making trips to the Antarctic under uh, kind of flimsy reasons. And I have a list here. I'm going to bring it up. We have the following increasingly strange and bizarre list of people that have either visited or have been connected to Antarctica. Number one, Rudolf Hess. He sponsored the 1938-1939 Nazi expedition. Hermann Goering, same thing. Admiral Byrd, we just talked about him leading the uh, Operation High Jump and making strange remarks to, to the El Mercurio. And... Uh, Basically, the whole controversy with him being abducted by fucking aliens and going into the center of the earth. Russian Orthodox Patriarch of Moscow, Kirill III, as a visitor. He went there to bless an Orthodox chapel. <laughs> U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry. Who else have we got? President Clinton. He visited Christchurch International Antarctic Center. Who else? Prince Harry of Great fucking Britain. Yeah. He said he was going there for a charity function for uh, some military function for soldiers that got wounded and shit. Which is a really weird way to show your appreciation. But what do I know? I'm not royalty. Who else? King Carlos of fucking Spain went to Antarctica. That's right. He got the fuck out of there. He's like, I'm going to fucking Antarctica. I don't give a fuck. I'm out of here. Who else we got? Buzz fucking Aldrin. Of course. Of course he needed to go Antarctica. Some fuck if there's some fucking alien bullshit down there. Who the fuck better to have handle it? Hmm? We've covered that shit numerous times. Moving on. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin says, uh, We are all in fucking danger. It is evil itself. Apparently in reference to the alleged pyramid mountain found on the continent. I've... I don't... Why is he afraid of a fucking pyramid? Giza Death Star says, I cannot help but to indulge in a little tangential high octane speculation here. Since having the proposed since having proposed the most outlandish pyramid theory of them all, namely that the Great Pyramid may have been built as a weapon of some sort. So if that really is a pyramid down there, and if Aldrin really tweeted that, then one might perhaps be looking at eight at either another such case or at the original. But who knows? They found pyramids down there. There's fucking speculation of Nazis. There's speculation of fucking aliens. Underground bases. And you have all these weird people going down there, dude. Why the fuck are these people... Why are you taking Buzz Aldrin's old ass to the fucking Antarctic... What the fuck is King Carlos of fucking Spain doing in the fucking snow? And uh, if there is something evil down there, it wouldn't fucking surprise me that the Nazis would want to be involved in it because their entire fucking ideology was based in, like, occultism and the Thule Society. And once you strip away all the layers, they're fucking Satanists, man. Moving on. So... We've talked about Hollow Earth, why fucking 
how it's possible that old Admiral Byrd got himself fucking mixed up in some goddamn hollow earth hijinks of some dirty ass alien hillbilly motherfuckers. That's right. That's fucking right. <laughs> so what do we know about hollow earth? Apparently there's uh, these reports have surfaced uh, all over the fucking place. Beginning since the 14th century. Legends about a hollow earth. This is from Scaranormal.com. They say, since the 14th century, legends about a hollow earth were abound and thrived. (laughs) From ancient Greece to Christian mythology, the idea of an underground world dominated the ancient world. However, most of those beliefs are mythological in origin. Well, they all gotta come from somewhere, fuckstick. This is where it gets weird. Because back in the 17th century, there was this dude, a scientist, you might have heard of him, his name's Edmund Haley. <laughs> yeah, the same guy they named the fucking comet after. He proposed a new theory, the hollow earth theory. Now what is the fucking hollow earth theory? The hollow earth theory is a theory proposed by Edmund Haley that the inside of planet earth is hollow and can be accessed through the North and South Poles. The inner Earth also provides an environment that can sustain life, along with life existing within Earth. Now there's a lot of you out there that are listening to this, and you're like, oh, (laughs) hollow Earth. Okay, I've heard it all. Life can exist inside the fucking planet? That sounds like shit, Dave. Well, you're gonna fucking feel like a jerk-off when I tell you that uh, research into some of the most extreme environments that exist on the fucking planet, magma, magma events, lava events, radioactive, fucking Chernobyl, they cut, they went into Chernobyl, right, and they, they looked in the water that had been the fucking water for the cooling rods and shit, they did this in Fukushima too, and they found life flourishing in a place, in an environment that life should technically not be able to fucking exist. Because the radiation is so fucking high. So, if you have an environment that's radically fucking irradiated and there's life all over the cocksucker, well, is it a fucking stretch to believe that, you know, you find a gigantic goddamn cave at the bottom of the fucking earth and a bunch of people move the fuck in and live there and then stay there and then nobody hears about them because it's underneath a goddamn shitload of fucking snow? Nah, that sounds like shit. Moving on. What does uh, Edmund Haley say about this fucking thing? He says, uh, he says he based this published, Edmund Haley based his theory on the works of Isaac Newton. And they say if you're going to create any type of credible hypothesis, you need to have it be in line with current scientific models as a way to not only bolster your claim, but to gain traction as well. And of course, if you want it to be fucking right. <laughs> In Edmund Haley's proposed theory, he says there were four inner spheres with each inside of the other. He also propelled the theory that within each of these spheres being lit up by luminous gas that he claimed the northern lights was evidence for. And, I mean, it's possible. I mean, if you have a fucking large cave system, you have a collection of gases we've already seen. If you watch motherfucking planet earth or whatever the fuck that David Attenborough that old motherfucker who was dragged over the fucking planet taking fucking pictures of dumbass animals 
There's tons of bioluminescence going around. Bioluminescent creatures exist. So where the fuck does Hollow, Hollow Earth and Admiral Bird come into play? Well, we talked about that. He was abducted by aliens. And they said, hey, bro, you want to see the inside of the Earth? <laughs> you want to, Or do you want to stay outside like a fucking hillbilly? He said, uh, yeah, I'll go with you. And we'll fucking we'll check out the land of never or everlasting fucking mystery asshole. Do it. Admiral Byrd apparently had a fucking diary, right? Where he talked about how uh, he entered into the hollow earth. Or Agartha is uh, what the people that live there call it. So they're really not strong on phonetics. Said it was a balmy 74 degrees Fahrenheit. And he traveled 17 miles overlooking rivers. Green vegetation, mountains, lakes, and even fucking animals. He described the animals as being fucking huge. Comparing them to woolly mammoths. Eventually, he found a civilization and was greeted by advanced aircraft. And the pilots of these aircraft forced his airplane to land. And they greeted him before taking him to meet the king and queen of Agartha. Now that sounds like a bunch of shit. Let me ask you something. You get in a plane, right? You fly your dumb ass in some fucking foreign territory. And your your aircraft is intercepted. Are they just going to take you in front of the king and queen of that country? <laughs> no fucking way. Jail. Done. Hey, what do I know? The fucking aliens. They do something different. They told him because he had high moral and ethical character, he was allowed to enter the inner world of Agartha. Well, that's uplifting. The king and queen then told him they were worried from the surface as they recently began nuclear testing. <laughs> Everybody's worried, motherfucker. Bird was eventually escorted back to the surface. Before leaving, he noticed the inner world also had an inner sun. <laughs> what the fuck? So he's got a fucking log, a journal, of basically him going into the fucking center of the earth. And we'll cover that later, but I'm not going to do that right now. Fuck that. So look, think it's a bunch of shit? Do you think he went into the fucking center of the earth? Do you think he found aliens? Do you think he found Nazis? Well, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But, uh... Looks like the Russians found some shit. Yep. There's a lake. A fucking lake. A frozen... Uh, it's a, There's a lake 2.2 miles underneath the fucking su the ice of Antarctica. And they went down there with a research team and drilled into this massive body of water that is bigger than Lake Ontario and has like six times the same volume. Six times the volume. And it's been isolated for fucking millions of years. So it's like a... It's it's a complete pristine ecosystem. And what's weird... Is that after they started doing these fucking testings... They pulled up some cores of ice... That hadn't been exposed to the Earth's atmosphere since Homo sapiens evolved. And then shit went fucking straight up X-Files. Motherfuckers started getting evacuated left and motherfucking right, dude. People were coming down with all kinds of sicknesses and shit. People were getting quarantined... It turned into fucking X-Files, dude. It was a complete shit show. Yeah. So what the fuck did they do down there, man? Why is everything over there fucking classified? 
Why is the government real mom on Antarctica? Why are all these people going down there to see what the fuck is down there? What's with the fucking Germans? What else do we know about the fucking South Pole? Operation High Jump. Operation High Jump is a factual military operation wrapped in an enigma. You have the potential for hollow earth expeditions. You have you have the theories proposed that there are aliens down underneath there. You have the theory that Nazis are down there with their fucking bases and shit. You have you have theories that oh, let's go back to that fucking lake. You know what's weird about that fucking lake? It's 75 degrees. And there's a there's a there's a cavity, an open air cavity above that lake that stretches up thousands of fucking feet. It's a, that's an entire that's an ecosystem, man. And all that water, the the heat of that water, where the fuck does it come from? Some fucking underground source. And if you have heat source and a and a fresh water source, motherfucker, you got life. Now I was watching this documentary and they were talking about magnetic anomalies that have been located on the South Pole that shouldn't fucking be there. There's no fucking explanation for why they have those magnetic anomalies there. Shouldn't be there. On top of that, they also speculate why are there so many fucking mountains on the South Pole? Considering the fact that the South Pole has been in that condition for millions of fucking years and the effect of glacial ice on land masses is noted, documented There, it should be a fucking prairie down there it should just be flat those mountains are there, they're kicking it they're not eroding at all what's going on down there dude Admiral Byrd went down there to find out with high jump and when he came back he brought nothing he, he 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 brought back less fucking question answers than questions. I want to know if there were fucking aliens down there, bro. Are there fucking Nazis down there? Are there Nazis hanging out with fucking dumbass aliens? You know, a long time ago I would have told you this is all a bunch of shit. But every day, I think I'm being proved wrong. We live in a fucking video game. We live in a video game, people. All right, what? If you strip down everything that's normal about your day-to-day life and you start listing all this fucking wacky shit that I just told you, you live in a fucking movie. This is uh, the Zero Brain Podcast. This has been Operation High Jump. And uh, thanks for listening. Go fuck yourself.